the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. Hey, everybody. So, yes, I am doing a pre-recorded chat with the amazing Sonia Shoket, who I've had the pleasure to get to know a little bit over a few lunches and dinners in Paris before the pandemic hit. And then I haven't actually seen you since then, Sonia. Before we get into all the cosmic stuff we want to talk about, first of all, I want to say for those of you who don't know Sonia, she is the number one authority on intuition and spirit guides and you probably know her book either trust your vibes or ask your guides two really really important books and uh, as it says on Sonia's website for 40 years she's traveled the world as an intuitive guide spiritual teacher speaker and author and she's of course a fellow Hay House author with me over a million people have been impacted by Sonia's mission to help others change the channel from head to heart and live a more meaningful, authentic life. And having been lucky enough to spend time, personal time, just not work, just fun time with Sonia, I can tell you it's absolutely true. She is definitely in her heart and not her, well, she's in her head, but she's also really, really, you're really in your heart, aren't you? Like you come from the heart. Yes, that's my home base for sure. Yeah, and and is that literally something you teach people is like how to get out of your head and into your heart? I do, and I can teach your people too if they'd like a, a quick tool. And it's it's just a physical shift. It's an energetic shift. I'm ready. That, so if you're ready, let's try. Let's start from the beginning instead of talk about it. Let's have the experience. So the first okay. thing to do. I call this sliding home. It's it's a few steps. And the first step is to open your eyes and look around and notice where you are right now, including two or three physical things, and really dial in on them. Because this brings you out of your head and past and future and jumping around your thoughts. You just you just physically notice and say to yourself, you know, there's the window, there's the wall, there's and look because we don't do that. And then I want you to take a breath in and I want you to feel like you're turning the lens around and I want you to scan your energy and feel it without getting too interested in why. Just feel the what of your energy. Then I want you to put your tongue on the roof of your mouth and exhale, pulling your belly to your spine as though you're emptying all the energy your body is holding. So just like you're blowing out candles. So go ahead and do that. And then breathe in one more time through the nose, into the belly, same thing. Let's keep our eyes back open again. Come back to the present. Look around, pull the belly to the spine and empty one more time. We're doing a second sweep. Good. Now the third breath, I want you to inhale as though your feet had lungs in. I want you to pull the inhale up from the base of your feet into your heart space. Then I want you to open your jaw until you hear a click in your ear. More inhale. And then I want you to let out a loud sigh like you're going down the slide. Ah. Ah. 
smile. <laughs> Open your eyes and listen to your head. It's quiet. Allow the light in your heart to expand above and below you, front and back into both sides, the center of your being, past the edges of your body, and really being in an energetic field of light. And another, ah, and a smile. Ah. There you are. Welcome to your heart. Oh, I love that. You know, it's really funny, actually, because I kind of forgot what we were doing because we didn't plan this and we just went into it like that. And I forgot what that we were doing to go into our heart as I was doing it. And you know what actually came up for me during that was the obvious thing. When you go into your heart, it was gratitude. I was feeling really grateful about all the good. So there you go. And that wasn't because I thought, oh, I should feel this. It just came. So there we go. Well, that's just it. When your heart opens, your spirit takes over your mind becomes quiet it's the helper it's not the leader and your heart is the clear channel for you so it lets, it reorients you back to what's important and really what's real because our heads are constantly it's like mark twain once said my favorite quote i've lived through some terrible things in my life and some actually occurred <laughs> oh my god so true so we bring ourselves back to the heart and the present to just say, okay, well, right now, what is actually real and true and reliable is I'm okay right now. I'm here in my heart and I'm gratitude is a natural byproduct. Right. Okay. So, you know, to do something like that, is that something you would suggest doing on a quite a regular basis? Do you? I do. And I actually think that the important key to this exercise is it's very simple. Look, you're anxious in your head. Look at three things. Breathe in and exhale like you're blowing out candles. And then on the fourth breath in, let out a sigh. Ah. It's a reset. It resets you. You snap out of the anxiety state and you're physically, your brain goes quiet. So it's, it, it's, your, it's your 15 second meditation. And it works. <laughs> yeah, it, it works. Does. It totally works. And um, what about the tongue on the roof of the mouth? What's that about? Because the tongue hits certain nerves in the roof of the mouth that quiet the part of the brain that's chattery and nervous and scanning and anxious. Right. This is something Dr. Weil, Andrew Weil taught me. So it just kind of calms that noise, that monkey brain. And it's a lot faster than trying to do it just by, you know, catching your thoughts and breathing. It just stops that conversation and you come back to your brain. You're back to your heart out of your brain. I call it sliding home. Right. It's beautiful. So actually, funny you should talk about doing energetic transmissions, because one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today was um, when we had that session together where I... Oh, yeah, we did a wonderful... ...for you, and you did some stuff for me. And I found that quite life-changing. It was in Paris maybe four or five years ago, three years mm -hmm. ago, I don't know. It was a while ago. It was before the pandemic. It was PD yes. before pandemic. And um, there was something that you said that day, uh, and I recorded what Sonia said. We did a kind of a little swap, didn't we? I hope that's okay yes, to say. Of course. And, and I recorded Sonia, which I've since 
probably lost the recording, but I also had it transcribed. And I ended up, you said something that I have quoted in pretty much every workshop I've ever done since then. And so, and I always quote you and I put a picture of you. <laughs> and it's, and it's, not, it's not, maybe not what you expect. You said the school, the, sorry, the earth is a school of manifestation. Yes. And that just rocked my world. And I've quoted it so many times. And then you went on to say that the moon is about emotions and that's why it works for what, what I do, which is you almost explained to me why what, what you I do, do works. You know, it's like right. I kind of never put it all together like that. I just knew it worked. And you were kind of like, well, we come here to learn how to manifest and the moon's about emotions and we manifest from our emotions. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> so can you can we just continue that conversation slightly, this idea that the earth is a school of manifestation? Well, it is the, the place in the in the constellation in the universe that allows us to translate thoughts into things, feelings into physical reflection and create emotional experience. And the portal of that that creative field is the heart through the moon, through the emotions. We don't create, the head is sort of like the blueprint, but the emotions in the moon is really the substance that channels the frequency that brings manifestation into physical being. And it is a, it is a mirror school. So it mirrors constantly back to us because this, this experience of the earth, we are here wanting to learn to manifest. That's why we're here. That is the goal of incarnating in the physical form in the human experience. We've come enrolled in this university saying, this is what we want to learn to do. So absolutely. There's no other place in the, in the constellation of the universe where we physically manifest. That's why it's such a special place and why it's it's so important because we get to have a direct experience of how how well we're doing in school. Yeah, I mean, I just find that mind blowing. It's giving me tingles all over again. So, can I just ask you, Sonia, two questions? One is, how do you know this? <laughs> and two, are there other things like this going on on other planets? And do we incarnate? And do we know anything about that? Stay with us. We'll be right back. We're just going to pause the podcast to do a call out to all astrology enthusiasts and the manifestors out there. So my mainly monology membership is gearing up for something really extraordinary, our very special latest Magical Nights workshop. So this year, 2024, blesses us with 11 nights that are brimming with incredible energy and April 21st stands out of one of these remarkable nights. Why is April 21 so special? Well, it's the day when Jupiter, the planet of good luck and expansion, aligns with Uranus, the planet of change, liberation, awakenings, and innovation. So this rare meeting, and it really is rare, is a potent moment of the year for breakthroughs, radical change, and unexpected opportunities. It's an ideal time to set intentions, break free from limitations, and also invite abundance into your life for reasons I will explain on the night. If you're already a member of my beautiful Mainly Moonology membership, keep an eye on your inbox because your Zoom invitation 
So this exclusive workshop will be on its way very soon. You obviously won't want to miss out on harnessing this super powerful energy to supercharge your manifesting. And if you're not a member yet, but you are intrigued by the magic of astrology and moonology and manifestation, there's a place for you in the community. Just go to mainlymoonologymembership.com to sign up and become part of a community that's dedicated to exploring the mysteries of the moon and beyond. Join us in time for the Magical Nights workshop and discover how to work with the universe's energy to create the life you're dreaming of. April 21 is just the beginning. We have 11 Magical Nights this year and the journey through 2024 promises to be transformational. So don't miss out to be a part of it. Sign up now and let's manifest together. Mainly moonologymembership.com. Well, to answer one, I came in as this very conscious soul. Um, Clearly, I've had a lot of education and a lot of planetary constellation. I was doing readings for people as a profession when I was 12. I mean, I never had a moment of my life where I didn't know what I should do. So I've got 50 years under my belt of, of this planet teaching, but I came in knowing and I do really deep soul work and and inner work and have since I was a child every single night and do a lot of astral travel and a lot of soul downloads a lot of transmissions so I'm just a galactic soul I just am I just you know I've had to be discreet about it but the time and I certainly don't bang a drum but I know who I am and so I do know there are other constellations we're talking about them now everybody's waiting for the aliens to land and we probably will get our wish fulfilled soon enough but there are other constellations other planetary experiences but this is the only one earth that allows us to manifest physically and my primary teachers um i wrote about my primary teacher guides in my book so um soul lessons and soul purpose which is the the emissaries of the third ray, second octave of love, which come through. These are light beings who have been working with me for many, many, many years. I've channeled them. I've, and they're the ones that have opened the curtains for me to really understand the, the, the framework of all these different frequencies. So that's why we're talking now about raising our frequency on Earth from the third dimension, which is dense, ego-based, fight or flight, ego competition, me against you, the other um, people are things, the earth is a thing for me to exploit and use. All of that has kind of expired. We are now moving, we are now being helped to move our frequency into manifesting because we've learned to manifest through pain. That has been our big motivator in the third dimension, pain. Because pain is still an emotion. Yes, we've learned pain and suffering has been our primary motivator. But now we have taken that to the point of self-annihilation. So we're on, we've already tipped, thank goodness. We've already made the decision collectively and are being helped. And our new motivator, but it's very unf- unfamiliar, we've got to learn, is joy. Our new motivator is 
what what lifts us up what and we can't find joy in our head because our ego head is constantly threatened that's why we have to move to the heart because when we're in the heart we're connected we're not threatened and that's where we can start to manifest healing and 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 prosperity and we don't fight with low self esteem self worth it's not even in in the framework that's all the ego and just again why the moon because the moon is where we hold these imprints of consciousness. It's in our moon that says, I'm not a good person, low self-esteem. I have this family or says I'm in ec ecstasy. I am, I am expansive. I am beautiful. I am luminous. I am a, I am transient and changeable. And that's I'm, and a mystery. And so we can go to the dark side of the moon or we can go to the bright side of the moon, yeah. but the moon is the, the fuel. Yeah. For, for anyone who doesn't know in astrology, the moon is all about emotions. Basically the moon is about your feelings. Absolutely. So it, it just, it's amazing the way it made so much sense. It literally just, it was like the missing key for me. Um, yeah. So amazing, Sonia. So what else? What else? What else? Well, what else is I, you know, I think that our new mantra and it's going to be a stretch because the pandemic disrupted us, but it threw us back into our moon, into our hearts, into our emotions. Yeah. We got, we, we got put back. And the other thing, the moon rules is your home. We all had to go rushing home. We all had to disconnect. We all had to get back in our bodies because all of a sudden, the, the, the fact that they would be okay was not particularly guaranteed with a, you know, a, an elusive virus. So the moon has a lot to do with what is happening in this big reset. But now that we've reset and we've just, you know, you got to kind of tear things down before you bring in something new. Yeah. So the pandemic tore down the old external, patriarchal, mental, dissociated. I don't, I'm, I'm numb. That stopped. People aren't numb anymore. That's for sure. They are overwhelmed perhaps emotionally, but they're not numb. They are feeling again. And now we got to elevate our capacity to feel at a higher frequency. What feels good? What feels right? You know what's fun for me to watch is like going around the planet. There's what there's something happening called the Great Resignation. Yes. You know, everybody's and I love it because people are finally saying, "I'm not numb anymore. I can't do this. I give up. I will get back. I will go back to trusting myself before I'll be led by the nose any longer. This doesn't feel right." Yeah. So this is part of. I'm quitting because I want to feel better. And that's part of this elevation to a higher frequency to manifest and have more meaning and more satisfaction. We're in the messy middle, but it's very exciting. Yeah, it's amazing. And what I'm thinking as well is that talking about manifesting in the moon, you know, like what you're saying, it's what all the ancient women knew. Um, right. Women have done this for thousands of years. And it is, and it's so true. I've talked a fair bit about the great resignation or the big quit as they call it yeah no it's weird it's weird I, I'm actually resisting that I'm like oh I like going into offices like at Hay House but isn't that what it's about though it's not about quitting the office it's about quitting allegiance to people who tell you who you are and how you feel and what's important don't matter it's quitting 
an, 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 a system that treats you like a dispensable thing. So we need communities, we need gatherings, we need collaboration, which is what offices provide. But what we don't need is to be told, like, for example, I was, uh, I don't look at the news often, but I was looking at the news yesterday, a man whose wife was dying of a brain tumor, um, who had just been offered six months before she was diagnosed, one of the top posts at Amazon, was fired because he was taking care of his wife. His boss said, I don't care. Your performance is suffering goodbye. So that's the great resignation. I don't want to work for someone who treats my humanity with such indifference. So it has nothing to do with offices and locations. It has to do with consciousness and humanity. And that I think is what every, and I've been, talking a lot to CEOs who are losing all their people saying, you know, you're the one that can change this. You, you need these people to come. How do you treat them? How do you perceive them even? Do you even care? You know, moon is care. Yeah. And if you don't feel cared for, adios. Very interesting. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Okay. Well, that's amazing. So much to think about, Sonia. Just before we finish, because we don't have much more time, but I know that you have uh, rewritten or I'm not sure, is it completely rewritten your book? It's a re it, yes, it is a brand new book because I wrote the first book 20 years ago and our world's changed. So I wrote the book again to speak to present time. Amazing. And, and that is the book we're referring to. It's like we were talking um, about what would be the best tool for people. And I believe right now the best tool is my book, Ask Your Guides, because it changes our conversation. The ego is always me alone by myself. The heart is connected horizontally and vertically so we can connect with others and find our earth kinship and kindred spirits. But we can also connect vertically and start feeling that we have help, love and support, protection, guidance, teachers in the spiritual plane that are trying to help us. So this is the guidebook that helps you open up to that in a very grounded, practical way, which is important. Do you have a little copy of it there you could show us? You know, I do. Um, is that the new copy? This is the oh, new book, Ask Your Guide. Beautiful. It's funny because it's like, you know, I don't know, you're just like a little bit ahead of me and I keep like going back to what you were saying. So I'm just going to go back to the big resignation again. So it's very interesting. It's like I've had a chance to process what you said, but it's so interesting to me because I've been thinking, oh, I want everyone to go back to the office because I love going in there and seeing everyone and we work collaboratively together and we all sit around the table and we have our chat. And so what you're saying, because I kind of got the wrong end of the stick of this thing, I thought it was just everyone waking up to the fact that it's nice to work from home, but it's actually going far beyond that. And right. then I, But it also helps me to understand why I want some form of collaboration to of continue. course we need it and also there is something that actually happens when you're in the company of kindred spirits you exchange energy literally physically and so but let's reframe it this way work from home oh. not house yeah home 
So if we all work from home here and we're all around the table, which is the which is actually the 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 architecture of the heart, the table, we're all connected and around and we're not cut off. We need new experiences and we need each other. So it's not about isolation. Yeah, it's actually exactly. about connection from the home, which is the heart. And do you think we can still exchange energy over Zoom like we can? Sure. You and I are exchanging it right now. And I do transmissions because we are, our bodies are, 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 are very, uh, you know, local, but our spirits aren't. Our spirits can transmit and connect. And I think that the, this has been a training for us when we've all gone to Zoom to learn, well, I'm not going to be contained. I'm still going to have an effect. I'm still going to make an impression. You're still going to feel me. And so we've learned to be aware of our energy and how we transmit energy in our little Zoom worlds. And it's been a good training for us. We're more yeah. self-aware because we also get to see yeah. ourselves. I know. And I've, yes. and I've seen that with my son, Louis, who's now 15. And I've yeah. thought about the fact they've all been seeing themselves on screen. I mean, they're back at school now, but for it must have been quite a thing. I mean, they started to see, oh, that's what I look like when I look like that. And that's what right. I look like with the smile. And that's been a big learning for them, I think, as well. So isn't it brilliant? It's been painful and funky and crazy and dumb, but the grand scheme, it's been a brilliant reset because it affected the entire planet. Yeah, yeah. And there was no, no one was yes. missing out because everybody was in the same boat. My darling Sonia, so good to talk to you. I'll leave it there. But thank you, thank you, thank you. It's I was my coming pleasure. To you, uh, actually, funnily enough, because I've got to know you more on a slightly more personal level, I still haven't read all your books yet, so I'm going to go and read some of your books. I think you'll enjoy them. I think that you will you will find them them speaking your language. Yes. Well, you've already changed my life once, so you know, now I read books. All well. Right. Lots of love, lots of love to all your listeners. Thanks for the for the invitation to share with your audience. I'm very grateful. Thank you, Sonia. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you'd like to stay updated with the moon and moonology and astrology and all the other things we cover, be sure to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You'll be notified whenever a new episode is up. Also, it would mean a lot to me and my team if you could leave us a glowing five-star review on your podcast platform of choice, please. That actually helps more people find us too, which spreads the love and surely also brings you amazing karma for taking a moment to help us out and to help other people find the podcast. Have a great week and I hope to speak to you next week. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you want to take Moonology to the next level and manifest the life of your dreams, join our growing community of magical people who come together to lift each other up as we meditate, manifest and reclaim the magic that has been inside us all along. Head over to mainlymoonologymembership.com and awaken your true powers.